Hey guys, welcome to Product Explained, a show where we talk about products and the company's history and strategy behind them. I'm your first host, Jeff Lee. And I'm your co-host, Mike Alcazarin. Hey Jeff, do you remember clipping coupons from newspaper and magazines? Man, I remember the coupon spitting machine in the grocery store. Do you remember that thing in the aisles? It would like reel the coupons out. Yeah, only because I would always get yelled at because I was a kid that just ran down the aisles grabbing each one of them. And my mom <laughs> said, stop that. You're embarrassing me. <laughs> you just like ta- I would literally just take all of them out of that machine. <laughs> Today's show, we're talking about Honey, an online coupon aggregator that operates as a browser extension. Yeah. So where I want to start with Honey for what Honey is, is with their mission. So they have the mission to, quote, to make the world more fair, end quote, which I really love. It's, it's super noble and also a really succinct way of um, explaining what their product is. They're most well known for, Honey is most well known for their free tool. It's called the Savings Finder, which automatically finds and applies coupon codes to your checkout cart while you're shopping online. Uh, they have a few of other products that they've created, including Honey Gold, which is a rewards program where the more you use the program, the more Honey Gold you get, and you can redeem that for different things like gift cards or cash. There's also the Price History product, which is a very descriptive name. If you're on a website, it'll show you the history of said product. Sorry, the price history of said product. They also have Drop List, which is a tool where you can add items to your this list, and it will let you know when that price drops. They also have Amazon Best Price, which shows you the best price on Amazon.com for that specific item because some customers might not be aware that there's actually different sellers for a specific uh, item that's being sold on Amazon.com. So Mm -hmm. Honey's tool will actually show you which seller has the best price, which is going to help you find the best deal. Uh, And then lastly, and most their newest app is the mobile app that they have where you can shop directly from Honey from all the retailers that they currently partner with. In terms of the business model for Honey, how do they make money? It's essentially just a coupon aggregator. They make commission off of every single coupon that is redeemed. It's estimated that this fee is anywhere from a half a percent to 10% of the total sales price. So just for easy math, if you have a $100 item and you use Honey to get a discounted code for that and it ultimately is an $80 final total sales price, Honey will take $8 of that at the 10% range. I've heard that it can go up to 20% for higher margin goods, like your luxury brands, luxury clothing. But for all intents and purposes, it's roughly half a percent to 10% for for most retailers. Yeah, that's interesting. I've never thought about how Honey makes money. I'm always thinking about how I can save money. And this is a great episode because I remember stumbling across Honey from somewhere and I started using it and it was incredible. Like just automatically applying coupons to your checkout. So you always feel like you're getting the best deals. It does plug in very well with Amazon showing the price history. Sometimes you look at a price and you're like, oh, I thought that was like $10 cheaper last week. And it'll show you exactly where it lives in the price history and how the price has dropped and things like that. Or if you're getting the best deal, I always will even see sometimes it'll say like clip this honey coupon. It'll save you like a dollar or two by just choosing a different fulfiller within Amazon automatically. So it's just little things like that that you don't realize that you can do to save you know, dollars via every purchase and, and in an aggregate, it ends up saving you a lot of money over a year. Let's talk about the history of the product. So it was originally founded by this guy, Ryan Hudson and George Ron in 2012. So the story behind this is that Hudson was trying to save a bunch of money. I think he started his own company and was just penny pinching to make sure that he wasn't spending too much money outside of the company. He's calling all of his utility providers to cut his bills by like $200 per month. And he one day thought, hey, there's probably a coupon out there that can save me a dollar. And that matters to me right now. He's trying to save a dollar for buying pizza. And he thought, you know, there's always these coupons somewhere. I don't have them at hand. I don't want to go and look for 
these books to clip these coupons out. I'm, there's got to be some way for me to figure this out online. Love that. At least he didn't spend, you know, what was it, like 100 bitcoins to buy a single pizza? That's yeah, painful exactly. in 2012 times. It's the opposite of, of saving money. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that night, he actually put together a prototype. Over time, he partnered with his buddy, George Ron, and they were, you know, starting to launch Honey. The story goes that Ryan was still um, not getting a lot of success out of it. He's working as a product manager at an ads company, so he's kind of learning about ads and ad revenue. And while they're working on Honey, a bug tester actually leaked out onto Reddit and the product went viral, which is a really cool story. By 2014, there was actually 900,000 organic users just using the product, using the extension while they're purchasing stuff. An article said in 2017 that Honey, which had about a 67% composition of millennial users, you know, people like us that like to save money, saved over $170 million for his users that year, which is incredible. That's amazing. I love that. And it's like, again, a lot of the times you're saving like a dollar at a time, maybe a couple dollars at a time. For a couple hundred dollar purchase, you might save at most like 10 or $20 usually. So it's these little things that just add up over and over and over. By 2018, they had raised about $41 million in capital. Um, and they were acquired by PayPal later for $4 billion. I think that was semi-recently. The way that they were marketing their product, aside from leaking their products onto Reddit, was that they were heavily utilizing channel sponsorships. So they'd actually partner with people like Mr. Beast to expose their products to viewers and have them kind of understand what it was. I have been a Slick Deals user for a very long time. And <laughs> I remember how great it was when I heard about Honey because I could you know, combine these deals that people were finding for me, plus the things that I was already utilizing or already looking for on certain websites to save money that way too. And it just became a lot more passive instead of me saying, hey, I need to buy headphones. Where where can I find headphone deals and where can I kind of buy these things? Yeah, I, I love that. I know that I found out about Honey through podcasts. I think it was on the Tim Ferriss Show podcast where it was just talking about Honey of like an easy way to save money. Or maybe it was like Pod Save America or like some political podcast. But that's how I found out about, about, about Honey. It sounds like you were more organic. <laughs> like I think being a slick deals heavy user looking for deals, you're normally you're you're naturally going to to find that. But I, I loved Honey when I first found it. I'm like, you mean I don't need to search a bunch of websites to find coupons that don't work and try it like this will do it for me. So I absolutely loved it. I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the quote unquote accidental leak onto reddit yeah i really wonder <laughs> if that was like actually a leak or if it was more intentional just because i think reddit has a really good bullshit sniffer <laughs> you know mm -hmm. all, all the redditors are like you know this is garbage you're advertising to me don't do it yeah uh, but it feels like that's like the perfect story to tell a redditor of like oh this is like an accidental leak or to, to test this i'm testing out this new product what do you think about it so i, I love that i i do think it probably was um, for real, everything that I read about Honey at the time was that it, does, it wasn't um, doing very well in terms of getting growth because, you know, people are like, who needs a coupon aggregator? And they couldn't really find a lot of investors. I think that if the product was good but secret and then it leaked, that would be different, right? If they, you know, they, they knew that the product was going to kick ass one way or the other and this was their way of like generating interest. But it did sound like all these big venture capitalists weren't putting any money into the company. And so my guess is that this was kind of circumstance that they stumbled across some some success by, you know, accidentally having this bug tester be posted on Reddit. Totally. And I think this is a good transition for who Honey is for. So Honey is obviously for someone that's shopping online from a desktop computer. That's where, you know, the five out of six of their major products that they have 
are built for. They're usually extensions for your browser, be it Chrome or Firefox. I'm not even going to mention the other browsers if you're using those. <laughs> I don't know if that counts, but it's pretty significant for customers that are shopping online. Roughly 50% of all retail sales, or sorry, roughly 50% of all e-commerce sales occur on a desktop device. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the size of e-commerce, it's continued to grow like crazy. And this trend was accelerated very quickly because of COVID-19. And to kind of give you some numbers behind that, in 2019, roughly 13.6% of all global retail sales were occurring online. And then that jumped up by nearly 6.1 percentage points to 19.5. Yeah, 19.5% of all global retail sales occurred via e-commerce. And Statista estimates that that's going to kind of slowly start to ramp back up to its normal curve, going going to about 21, 22% over the next year or two. But just a huge step function where it's pretty much grew by 50% from 2019 to 2020 now that everyone was confined to home. But I think what's really interesting with Honey, as I was thinking about the business model, is what it's really doing is helping customers complete purchases by applying coupons. And that seems like, you know, super common sense. Like, yes, yeah, any customer is going to use a coupon <laughs> and like save money off of this. But I think the deeper issue here is abandonment issues for mm-hmm. shopping carts. So online shopping cart abandonment is absolutely massive and a rampant issue for anyone that's in the online re- retail space. In March 2020, of all online shopping orders are abandoned. And that means that it's not converted to a purchase. Yeah, that blew my mind. So if you're thinking of just like numbers, that's like um, of eight things, of eight eight customers that come to your website and add something to your cart, only one of them is going to buy it. (laughs) It's just absolutely wild. And so I have to imagine that what Honey is doing is by offering a, a discount, you know, let's say it like it's five, it's even a 5% coupon, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm the type of shopper that even if I get the minuscule coupon of like saving 50 cents, I'm like, hell yeah, I got to buy it. (laughs) I'm getting, I'm getting a deal. And there's so many many times where if I can't find a coupon, I won't buy it and I'll I'll hesitate. So I think it's kind of brilliant where Honey kind of drives this flywheel. So when you said that, you know, they've saved over $170 million for its users, I also wonder if they can you know, if I was like on the product team there, I would really start to hone in on the metrics of like how many shopping, car- <laughs> how many online shopping orders are we avoiding being abandoned mm-hmm. by by a customer using Honey? Because I think that's where like the real value is being added. It's just like basically making customers feel psychologically that they got a deal and, you know, reducing the, <laughs> reducing their propensity to, to abandon the cart. So yeah. I think there's a lot of interesting like microeconomics going there from yep. like the, in terms of like the, the, the each like individual like unit economics of like how, how honey's making money and improving itself. But it's a really brilliant product because of that, because it's so simple and so easy because you don't do anything. You just mm-hmm. like have the tool on and honey like gives you like this like really satisfying message saying, we're looking for all the best coupons that we can find for you, you yeah. know, and then it, it says like, we couldn't find anything, but here's some rewards. So I think they're doing a great job gamifying it and uh, yeah, and adding a lot of value for, for these e-commerce companies. I definitely think it has to do with the cost, right? I mean, cost by like, not just actual money, but time spent. If it takes you 10 or 15 minutes to look for a coupon and that coupon saves you a dollar, you're like, ah, maybe it's not worth it. But if that coupon is going to save you 10% and that 10% applies to like a $1,000 deal, you're going to be like, heck yeah, I'm going to you know look for that coupon. 
But then here it takes that completely out of the equation where you just click a button and it, you know, finds all the coupons that have worked in recent history and it just applies it for you and you don't have to do anything. You just kind of sit back. So it's a no brainer for customers. I'm pretty shocked at this 88% shopping cart abandonment number. And I wonder if that's a behavioral thing. So for example, when I shop on Amazon, I tend to put stuff in my cart and I like, I'll buy it later. I'll buy things together or I'll think about it and I'll click on that save for later button. I wonder mm-hmm. if that c- counts as an abandonment. And it's almost to say like, it's not so much that I didn't want to buy that product, but it's more like I shouldn't have put it in the cart to begin with. I should have put it on like a wish list, yep. but Amazon's wish list product is not great. So that's why I put it in the cart instead of the, the wish list because it's like a better way for me to see it. It's more visible. There's more intent behind it and things like that. So I am curious about that number. 88% does seem high. I wonder if it's a true reflection of like if people really feel like, hey, I'm, I'm intending to buy this thing and then changing their mind instead of like, hey, I'm, I'm thinking about buying this thing. There's like kind of like a different stage where the customers are at. Totally. I think like looking at the actual, like the full customer journey of, you know, how many times does a customer come to your website? And it's just like going from the upper funnel is like, you know, they need to see it mm-hmm. um, and become aware of it. And then they, in the mid funnel, they need to start to think about <laughs> making the purchase and then finally convincing them to purchase. So yeah, Honey's definitely going after the the lower funnel part of that um, part, part of that journey. But I totally agree with you. It's, it's, it's It'd be interesting to also look at with the average user, like how many times is just like Jeff or Mike <laughs> add, you know, whatever to the cart. I know that just thinking about like one of my last big purchases was a composter and mm-hmm. I probably added it to my cart three or four times because I was kind of in the research phase. You know, yeah. I'm just like, hey, like, how much is it going to cost? Like, is it free shipping? Like, I don't really know. Let, let me find out. And then like, I just like, it, it seemed too steep. I needed to like mm-hmm. sit on it for a little bit. And I, I don't think I actually ended up converting until I got like a 15% coupon a couple like weeks later after I subscribed to their yeah, to their email list. So yeah, I think that's another important part of it. And it's super high either way. There's a ton of opportunity for retailers yeah. to to convert. I think what's also interesting is that like, while it looks like cart abandonment would be something you'd want to fix as an e-commerce company, there's other metrics that you might want to consider as check metrics as well. So are these customers returning a lot of the items that they do buy? What is their lifetime value? Those are things that you might want to ask yourself as you're selling these products to people. Because for example, maybe people do buy the product a lot and they convert a lot. But if they return most of their product, then that might be worse. Or conversely, even at that stage, if you don't mind if customers return their products because you know they're going to enjoy coming back, they know they're covered with a good return policy, they might buy more and more product from you. Two main examples are obviously Amazon and Costco. They have a fantastic return policy. I don't mind buying a product and kind of exploring it and, and realizing later, oh, maybe it's not a product that I wanted because I know that I'm covered with a great return policy. So then I end up buying more products on Amazon, even if it costs me a little bit more because I feel like I get that insurance policy kind of set in. The same totally. thing for Costco. You can kind of you can basically return almost anything at Costco, and I think their return policy is even more favorable, where it's like pretty much indefinite, and you can return basically anything if it's broken in, uh, for a long period of time. But what that does is it gets you back in the store. So you go and you return like a ten dollar T shirt. You're like, ah, oh, this T shirt didn't really fit or whatever. And then what ends up happening is you walk around back to the entrance and you pull a card in and you spend another hundred dollars. So <laughs> yes, like you did return something. But you end up spending you, 10 But you, But you bought a 10-pound bag of pistachios, Jeff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, all that stuff is, is super interesting. There's a lot of behavioral stuff when it comes to purchasing. And I'm just really shocked that this, this 88% is there. But I, I am aware that there's other ways that you can kind of capture people wanting to buy products and, and things like that. Let's talk about the competitors in this space. So 
The one that I'm most familiar with is Slick Deals. Slick Deals is a deal aggregator site. It's slightly different from Honey in that Honey, if you end up on a site anyways, it'll show you the coupons for that site. But it won't necessarily, to my knowledge, say that like, hey, here's this product at another website and another company. Whereas Slick Deals pulls those and brings them to you. So you could set up a deal alert for, let's say, a, a camera. Maybe it's like a Canon T5i and you're looking for that thing. And anytime that item pops up with a deal that's usually user generated, um, then you'll get an alert. Or your homepage is also curated based on what you've recently looked at. So if I'm looking at, I don't know, mini fridges, for example, it'll show me a bunch of mini fridges. I and mean, it's got a bunch of deals that way. Slick Deals also now has a browser extension as well to kind of compete with Honey. At one point, oh, I had both of them. But I think Slick Deals is kind of sucks. So I actually uninstalled Slick Deals. <laughs> um, I, I, have to, I have to say with Slick Deals, Jeff, like that is like when I think Slick Deals, I think of you. Yeah. Because like <laughs> whenever I saw you on like the like, like just like after like a meeting, you just like. I feel like that was like your d- default is like your default to like checking out slick deals and you'd be like, like Jeff, what are you shopping for? You're like, I don't know, man. I'm just like, whatever, so many deals. whatever's on sale today, whatever's <laughs> on sale today. I've actually, it's funny because like, yeah, it was habitual and you know, people check Facebook. I would check like my deals folder. I just open up that folder and like look through all those things and see if there's anything good uh, for the day. I think it started with woot.com back in the day was like, yep. there'd be a deal of the day and it would run out at the end of the day. And so I would just like buy stuff there. And Wood is now no longer. Well, well, they got acquired. And I think that they're now no longer. Aside from Slick Deals, there's other deal-like websites. There's a ton of them. There's Ebates, which I think is run by Rakuten. They're owned by Rakuten. And basically, you buy stuff and you get rebates for stuff that you buy. Very similar to couponing. There's Groupon, which is mostly around activities. Sometimes it's about buying stuff. Retail Me Not, which is another coupon aggregator site. There's like Crazy Coupon Lady. Earlier, I talked about the fact that Hudson, the founder or the co-founder, was trying to reduce his bills. And so there's also a company called True Bills, which kind of looks at your subscriptions and figures out what you use, what you don't use, and tells you what to cancel. So you can save money that way as well. But that's pretty much the list of competitors. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Well, I, I can definitely lead off with what we think about the products. So in terms of product market fit, I think they have something really interesting here. It's where it's such an easy lift, like, like the biggest you know, step function for a customer is adding it to your, you know, extension list for for Mm -hmm. Chrome. So once you get into that, it's just automatically going to find you the deals. And I think where where it might be an issue, not an issue, but is just growing the database of retailers that actually work with with Honey and work with the platform. I think Honey said it's roughly over 40,000 retailers that they work with. I'm curious, like how much of that is push? How much is that is pull? Like, do they need to have like specific relationships with like retailer X before they can do that? Or can they just like scrape the website? I'm sure it's a, sure it's a mix of both, but I just love how easy Honey is. So I think they, they have a really good tool there. And in terms of pricing, I mean, it's a free product, so it makes it kind of a no brainer as you're going through it. I really like their, their business model, thinking about this shopping cart abandonment and just taking a small percentage to just maybe, you know, decrease the number of abandoned shopping carts that you have. As I mentioned, like the, the customer experience is great because it's effectively non-existent. I think that is the best customer experience Mm -hmm. is no customer experience. And I think that they also do, they have a really nice fail a failed customer experience. So if they can't find you a coupon, that's where their honey rewards comes Mm -hmm. in, where it still feels like you're saving because you're building up your honey bank, you know, and that you can redeem for X, Y, and Z later. So I I really like that, that even like their 
quote unquote, like failed or unhappy path for the customer experience is still pretty delightful. Yeah. My biggest like con with Honey is that I lately haven't been finding as many deals as I would like or as many coupons. I find that it's, and I, I'm very like clean browser. I don't like to have a lot of extensions on my um, browser. So Honey has actually fallen off like my active, <laughs> active list. I'll probably oh. have to add it back. But if I had to give a rating, if I had to give a rating to Honey, I'm going to rate it a 4.05 out of 5 for me. Um, yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I think I would give something very similar. I'd probably give it a 4.0. The reason why I would rate Honey as such is because I still have to use other deal sites with the products that I think are really great that kind of deserve that like four and a half plus tier. It's the products that I use that for this thing and I only use that product. So because I still have to look at slick deals, I still look at this website called Kinja deals. I still have to look around for other deal aggregators and I don't trust Honey as the sole source of deal searching. I can't really give it more than a four. I do think that everything that it it sets out to do, like giving you these passive um, coupons is fantastic. I don't have to look for coupons ever. I trust Honey that it's got probably 80 to 90% of the coupons that I could ever find from scouring the internet. And I especially like the additions that they've done to Amazon, which I think is really, really smart. Amazon obviously holds a large lion's share of online e-commerce. As you're searching for things, it's going to tell you, hey, this product can be $5 cheaper if you buy from a different fulfiller. Hey, this is the, the lowest or the highest price in its price history in the past 60 days. That stuff is is really good. And I'm glad that Honey does all that stuff for me. And it makes me feel confident to buy product. And again, like I'm not one of the ones that will abandon the cart more likely because of because of honey. So I'm going to give it a 4.0. I love it. Awesome. Well, those are our thoughts on honey. And we would love to hear from you, our audience. Definitely reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter and let us know what you thought at ProdX Podcast. That's P-R-O-D-E-X Podcast. Yeah. And if you like the show, be sure to like us and subscribe on your favorite podcast platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. And let us know what products we should review next. See you next episode.